Yo. Yo. We are always better than yesterday. Oh, it is good to be back. Back online, back amongst you all. And um, I'm just going to send some invites. Tonight we've got a mentor session, which is something we hold regularly in these communities, which is mentor is simply someone with knowledge and skills and experience um, that's willing to share that uh, with you so that you might be always better than yesterday. So what I will be sharing tonight is a little bit of my take on uh, servant leadership, why I talk about servant leadership, why it's in my bio um, and why I'm particularly interested in servant leadership. So that's what I'll be talking about tonight. Welcome and um, if this is the first time you've ever um, checked out a oh, We Are Always Better Than Yesterday mentor session, I hope it's going to be useful, I hope it's going to be valuable, if it's going to be time well spent for you, um, drop me some comments, let me know what you're thinking. Um, let me know some more topics that you would like to see and like to hear. Um, but it is good to be back. There you go. A few invites have gone out. Some people are online. Yo, Haley, Bill, good to see you guys. Um, I am back. You are right. I'm sorry I've been away for a little bit. Some things were necessary to take care of. And yeah, so here I am live and kicking with my mentor session that I've been putting off for a couple of weeks. So I am here and I'm going to be talking about servant leadership. So if you've got any questions, if you've got any um, anything you want to ask me, then please do drop it in the comments as we go. Lots of people have been invited, so I am going to get cracking. There you go. Good. If you're catching up on YouTube, catching up on the podcast, let me just say thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend your time with me. I hope this serves you well, um, and I'd love to know your thoughts. So here we go. Why do I talk about servant leadership? Why do I say um, that I believe in servant leadership and developing uh, purpose-driven servant leaders? Well, for me, it all comes back to my definition of of leadership, my personal definition, my personal definition of leadership, is simply the act of being able to put your own needs to one side to better serve other people, so that they can go on and achieve great things, make a difference in the world, make the world a better place. It's the act of putting your own needs to one side. Um, let me just expand on that a little bit more, really, because. I just believe there is no difference between servant leadership and leadership. But the reason I use it as a term is because it it progresses the conversation in the world. I want to take the conversation away from leadership being a position, a rank, a title, an authority to a behaviour. Leadership for me is a behaviour and it is about putting your own needs to one side so that you can better serve other people. Um, so that's it really, end of, the, end of my mental session, <laughs> I'm absolutely joking, servant leadership is simply human leadership, it is people based, leadership only exists because of people, um, and you know I think Simon Sinek talks about there's only one requisite for a leader and that's to have followers, so, so how does 
servant leadership develop followers well you know when you think about it being about other people it's about having a sense of a vision or a purpose that that isn't about the leader it's about what we can inspire others to to join our cause you know nothing happens if the leader just has a a vision or for himself the the vision the purpose the world being a better place is simply enabled through other people adopting that because they are inspired by the leader so a great leader is often talked about having this inspiring vision and purpose well that isn't about the leader for a servant leader they create those emotions in people so that hello my friend good to see you um the vision and the purpose is for other people i'll give you an example we are always better than yesterday now, that might be my vision for the world, to create a world that's always better than yesterday through purpose-driven servant leaders and the impact that those will have. But unless I have the ability to articulate and communicate that that's our vision and that's our purpose, it's just me. It's just me going out in the world. When I can communicate that to you, and this is where it isn't about me anymore, it's about you. Because if you believe in being always better than yesterday and helping and serving other people... I've given you that sense of inspiration. I've given you that safety. I've given you that community. But the legacy and the impact will be through the acts of many, many people that have, that have taken that on board and, be, and said, yeah, that's me. That's who I am. So even when a leader has a vision and purpose, what it might singularly be down to one person's idea is never about them. It's about the difference that the people that choose to follow that can make in the world. Another reason I talk about servant leadership is because actually great leadership requires sacrifice. And sometimes it can be tough in these positions. And I, I, you know, I know it's not leadership positions, but you will be put in certain positions. You will be certain circumstances where it's really tough and there will be choices that you've got to make. And, and actually um, management and leaders, shall we call them that, 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 that serve themselves will put their needs first. They'll put their needs first. And do you know what? Who sacrifices at the end of the day? We do. Leaders that put their needs first sacrifice all those around them. And, and what does that do? Breaches trust. It breeds discontent, disengagement, self-serving behaviours because I need to protect myself. The greatest leaders will serve and they will put their own needs to one side and serve the needs of their team. And sometimes that will mean that they will have to sacrifice so that those around will gain. That builds trust. It builds reciprocant behaviour. It shows leadership by values and it's about who they are and not you know not going to sell their team out because there's a deadline to meet or because you know there's a we didn't meet target and there's blame to be had somewhere. Great leaders will make sure none of that happens. They will take the blame and they will give away the credit. Um, great leaders will serve Another way that they'll serve is just in in the micro moments, because there can be times when, you know, we can be stressed. We can be not in the present moment. We can be 100 miles an hour with our own insecurities, our own deadlines, our own. And actually, sometimes we need to check ourselves. Great servant leaders will check themselves and they'll think about what do my team need from me right now? Because I can either be a vitamin or a germ. 
either way I'm having an impact on these people, but because of my energy. As I walk through this room, you know, as I go through my office door, I've got to check myself. Because these people around me are feeding off my energy. Now I can either bring them up or I can bring them down based on what's going on in here, what's going on in here. But I can make conscious decisions to think about what do they need from me in this moment. And invariably, do they need me to rant? Do they need me to complain about the team that's just stitched us? No, because complaining don't get shit done. What they need is someone that's going to be positive, that someone's going to think about solutions, someone that's going to encourage and think about how we're going to get there, someone that's actually going to put the needs of the team before them and actually maybe push back a little bit, sacrifice a little bit of themselves reputationally because we're going to go higher than us and go, do you know what, my team, I'm just not going to ask my team to do that. I'm going to protect them, you know, sacrifice myself a little bit and, my, and potentially have my... But if you've got a good culture... Good leadership will do that. Good leadership will, will protect you. Um, good leadership will inspire us. They'll keep us safe. And lastly, they will help us grow. They've inspired us to join this mission, this purpose, these values. They want We want to take on that work for the leader. They've kept us safe so we feel like we've got this sense of trust and cooperation and we can do our best work while we're there. And then they can focus on helping us grow, helping us become better people. They can, we, we practice in this community love tough. So we're, what, we don't just say what's wanted. We sometimes will have to say what's needed. And servant leadership isn't about what's comfortable and easy for me as the leader. It's about what you need. It's about what the person in front of you, the people that you are leading, need to hear in that moment. So many times as an organisation, I think government don't get this right either, so many leaders they focus on hey what i need to tell you and what i need to tell you is x y z what we need to bring is a human empathy to how we communicate with people and i like to try and do this with my with my talks i'm not sat here saying right what do i want to tell you i'm sat here thinking what would you like to know about servant leadership would like to know and in my mind I go right some people would like to know what it is how you know how I might be able to develop it and those things so I'll structure my message accordingly and if more leaders thought about when they communicate with their teams what do they need to know right now not what do I need to tell them but what do I need to know and that servant heart it always puts the the team the individual the community at the heart of what they do and how they do it you know, great leaders, they will love their teams. You know, you know, so much talk about business and not being a place for family, not being a place for love and emotion. Well, I'm afraid there is a revolution coming, my friends. Humans go to work. Humans interact with each other. Humans are full of emotion. Great leaders will fully embrace emotion. It's messy, it's sticky. And actually, great leaders will be able to sit with that. They'll have empathy, they'll have compassion. And they'll be able to use emotion in a way that is positive, that makes people feel heard, that enables people to be themselves. And actually, this is why I talk about servant leadership, because that can be difficult. And if you're not rehearsed and practiced in dealing with emotion, then you're going to feel quite vulnerable in those situations. And a great leader will have to put themselves in that position um, to get the best of all of them around it. Uh, you know, the best leaders leave a legacy, not by the work that they do, but by the work they inspire those around them to do. And, you know, the helping of their team grow and develop, looking at opportunities, the succession planning, 
You know, a leader that will serve themselves will make target. They will use their team to meet the quarter, um, the, the performance. They will, they will use their teams to focus on what needs to get done through deadlines. A leader that serves isn't just thinking about achieving quarter one, quarter two, quarter three. They're thinking about how do I win the long term? How do I win the long term through developing my people? So they'll they'll make decisions on their values. They'll make decisions on their purpose. They'll make decisions for the future. They'll be great ancestors because they'll make decisions now that you will be thanking them for in three to five years time. Now, for me, the short term uh, is, you know, the, the leader that serves themselves, they'll say, no, you can't take one of my team on secondment because I've got three, four, five bits of work to be delivered. The self-serving leader says, I can't meet my deadlines to senior management if you take away my team. The servant leader says, we'll make it work. That person can go on secondment for 12 months. They'll come back with greater skill set. We'll be better. They'll be better. They'll be more committed. The organization will be better. And longer term, we will have that retention and skill set within the organization. I will take the short term hit and the short term pain, but we will make it work. A servant leader doesn't use their people. They develop their people. Um, I just think... Um, Reading this book was hugely powerful for me. It is called The Go-Giver Leader. That's probably backwards for you. But it's called The Go-Giver Leader. I read this back in 2016. It's a very, very easy read. It's no more than 140 pages. It's, it's a, And I'm not a reader at the best of time. Um, but it's a parable. It's a story about a chap that goes into this organisation that their big company are effectively taking them over. And he really struggled at the start. And he really struggled. And there are a few kind of mentors that this chap found um, that really helped him change his perspective on how to go from a pushy leader to a pulley leader. And what I mean by that is if you think about it, you can't push a rope. Think about it. You can't push a rope. And the same goes for great servant leadership. You know, pushy managers, they push stuff down, shit falls down, doesn't it? It always comes from the top down and then it just sits in our lap thinking, oh, great, thanks, you stitched me up. Um, but great leaders will, they will be pulley, not pushy. And what I mean by that is that they will, they will pull, they will work alongside you. They'll give you that vision. They'll give you that purpose that says, come with me, come with me, um, and do this great work. It's who we are. It's why we do what we do. And then we're going to set some goals. This is what we're going to achieve. Come with me guys. This is what we uh, are all about in our team. And I'm going to give you the ownership. I'm going to empower you. This is your autonomy. You go and make this great. I believe in you. I trust you. Come with me. I'm going to give you ownership of this. But don't worry because you ain't just going to go off and do it willy-nilly. I'm going to keep you accountable. Not just accountable to the delivery of that stuff, but to values in terms of who we are. This is who we are. And if you want to go off in that direction, come back this way. I'm going to pull you back this way because it's who we are. It's what we do. I'm going to take the blame for any of this stuff that goes wrong. I'm going to create an environment that is going to serve you well, to enable you to do your best work, to collaborate, to feel safe, to take risks. Um, and I will take, the servant leader will take the blame for anything that goes wrong. And I'm going to give away the credit. You're going to be the one in front of the senior executive saying, here's my great idea and here's what works. Great leaders focus on the needs of everyone around them because the more that you give, the more that you have. It's a bit of a paradox. The more you give, the more you have. That goes for 
respect, that goes for influence, that goes for love, for care. The more you can give away to your teams, whether it be autonomy, whether it be credit, whether it be compliments, reward, whatever that is, if you can just give, 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 give. Don't expect, don't expect as a leader, if you expect to be served, then you're gonna use your you're gonna use your you're gonna use your credits. You ain't got many of them left, my friends, because if you expect to be served, people are doing that because of your title. And that is the weakest form of leadership you can show is to be served because of your position. If you can serve your team, you can serve other people, you can serve their needs, you can help them. You're going to get that back. Exactly what Craig's just said. What you put out as the universe comes back around. True leaders aren't pushy. They are pulley. The Go-Giver Leader. It's an amazing book. It's very, very insightful. It's not like an academic. It is written like a story. And it just teaches you. It doesn't teach you anything. All this is just so obvious. But when you put it into a framework of leadership. It's just amazing. It is just fantastic. Let me just give you a bit of a wisdom from it. Um, is this, this relates to something Winston Churchill once said, actually. I, I can't remember his quote, but I'll read this. Give people something good to live up to, something great, and they usually will. And I think Churchill's quote was something along the lines of believing people so hard that they just want to meet your standards. You know? Believe in people. What a gift that is. Believe in people. Because they just might prove you right, you know? And if they prove you right, how awesome is that going to be? So another thing that this thing talks about is that you give not just what you've got, but you give through who you are. And that's our greatest gift as leaders. It's not just to give what we've got. It's to give our time. It's to give our energy. It's to give our values. It's to give our decision making. It's to give our care, our attention and our love and our passion and our enthusiasm Bring your whole self to work. Don't think about being a leader. Be yourself. Be yourself. Look out for other people. And that is leadership. I don't need people going to work thinking they need to be anything other than themselves. If you've got a servant's heart and you're going to put the needs of others in front of your own um, and inspire and motivate and, and help and encourage. So many of you people in this community are leaders. So many of you are leaders because if you take the moment out to put your needs to one side to just help somebody else, it's leadership, my friends. Let's not overcomplicate this. Um, you give through who you are. And ultimately, servant leadership is about rising by helping others rise. We rise by lifting others. Now that, my friends, is servant leadership it's leadership it just has the word servant at the front i think to be a great leader you have to serve because to be an average leader you're going to serve yourself and that don't last very long so if you want some practical advice about how to become a better leader i'm going to make three things up off the top of my head right three things one you've got to get connected with yourself in here because this whole talk about, Jem, Luke, good to see you. This whole talk about being able to put your needs to one side so that you can serve others, that's going to be really difficult if you've got insecurities, vulnerabilities. Believe in yourself. 
believe in your self-worth, believe in your value, know that you can make a difference simply because you want to. So that's point number one. Focus on your own self-worth so you can put your own needs to one side. Number two, find a reason to believe. Find a mission, find a purpose, either have one of your own or find someone else's that inspires you. Find a purpose, mission or cause and align yourself with that. Really have a sense of purpose and values in everything that you do. Because lastly, when you turn up and you are doing the action of leadership, which is putting your own needs to one side so that you might serve your team, individuals or community, you're able to do that to your best of your ability. You're not preconceived, you're not held back by all these self-doubts, you're not held back by anything other than knowing that I want to make a difference, my purpose and values are good and they are going to make a difference in the world and lastly I believe in you team, I believe in you person in front of me, I believe in my community that you are worthy of doing great things, you are capable, I'm going to pick you up when you fall, I'm going to encourage you to do great work. I'm going to give you feedback. I'm going to make you feel like you can give me feedback. And collectively, we're all going to put our own needs to one side. We're going to serve our communities. We're going to make the world a better place. And then the people that are, that are impacted by our leadership are going to go home. And they're going to be better people. So the one the people that love, the, that love them and the, that they surround themselves with. And the impact of that, my friends, is exponential. All because you've gone and gone, I'm worthy, I'm good enough, I've got a mission and purpose and values that inspires me and I want to show up and make a difference. You can do that by being a servant leader, putting your own needs to one side and the impact of that is exponential. Now that is why I'm passionate about servant leadership because it will change the world. It will change the world for one person at a time and one person at a time will snowball and it will become a revolution. Leaders that focus on the needs of everyone else around them and not themselves. This has been fun. Christine Saunders, oh, last minute arrival. Well, if you're catching up on replay, thank you for taking the time out of your day. Hope it's been really useful and insightful. If you've got any, do you know what, I'd just love to hear your, your views on what I've been talking about and I can see some comments now from Craig, love love the chat. I know Craig and I are very aligned on, on leadership and our approach to leadership. I'd love to know some examples of great servant leaders that you've worked with or for, um, you know, because I love a good story. I love, I love real life examples, I think. Um, so if you've got any examples, you've got any questions, drop them in the comments. If you're catching up on the um, the podcast, if you're catching up on YouTube, please do share this. If this has been useful, if it's been valuable, share it with your friends, share it with colleagues. If you're at work and you think, hey, this guy's got a point um, and maybe we could do with some stuff like this in our own organisation, then share it. Share it with your executives, share it with your team leaders, whatever that might look like, feel like. Um, and yeah, let's have a conversation because I think... Um, if we're like-minded and you think the way I think, then I'd love to help you help your organisation because together, you know, we could do great things and make a, make a difference to a lot of people. Um, and I appreciate you. Thank you for taking that time. Um, I'm sorry I was away for a couple of weeks. It was much needed self-care, I'm afraid. So I'm not actually that sorry. 
Um, but I am massively grateful for you all. You are a wonderful, wonderful community. You keep me going and um, I love you dearly. I look forward to speaking to you all again and uh, have a great long weekend. Much love, team.